once again, welcome and greetings from Elfie's World, the place where we try to bring you a little fun, pique your interest, and, you know, maybe, maybe even give you an opportunity to learn a thing or two about history. Boy, I am so glad you decided to join us. Now, today, we're presenting another program from our collection of stories entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales. These are, well, they're true stories which have often been excluded from the pantheon of history for whatever reason. My name is Elfie Wolfram, and I hope you enjoy our presentation. This is episode number 39, and it is entitled, A Dictator's Gift to America. So, kick back, hey, <laughs> relax, and enjoy. <laughs> Throughout all of American history, few names are more reviled and hated than that of the famed Mexican leader, Antonio de Puerto Maria Saravina Lopez de Santa Ana Perez de Labron, or, as you might know him, General Santa Ana. This is especially true if you're from Texas. Now, in case you may have forgotten, it was General Santa Ana who led some 5,000 Mexican troops in a siege against a tiny company of 187 Texas soldiers at a small garrison called the Alamo. After 11 grueling days and nights, the Spanish mission near San Antonio, Texas, fell. All of the defenders of the Alamo died. <laughs> but thanks to the likes of Walt Disney and John Wayne, Santa Ana will forever be remembered as the man who killed such great American heroes as William Travis, James Bowie, and, well, of course, the one and only Davy Crockett. But uh, unbeknownst to most Americans, Santa Ana left this country with an even greater legacy. His bequest to us lives on to this very day. It touches the lives of almost every American, male and female. Uh, but uh, let's, uh, let's go back to the beginning. Santa Ana was born in the Mexican province of Veracruz in 1795. At the age of 15, he became a cadet in the Spanish army. During the Mexico's War for Independence from Spain, he fought against Mexico. Uh, but then, near the end of the war, he kind of, well, uh, sort of uh, deserted and <laughs> joined the Mexican forces. <laughs> Good choice. Yeah, eventually, Santa Ana rose to the rank of general and was given the command of the entire Mexican army. In 1829, he was responsible for several victories that defeated Spain's attempt to regain control of Mexico. He went on, not once, 
not twice, but three times to gain power over all of Mexico. First as its president, then as its dictator, and finally once more as its president. And each time he was thrown out of power within a few years. Now, it was as a deposed dictator during a trip to New York City that Santa Ana was to bring to this country something that would give pleasure to Americans for generations to come. But uh, what was it? What great gift did he give to America? Uh, well... So what was the legacy of this Mexican general? Well, shortly after the Civil War, while Santa Ana was on a visit to New York City, a Staten Island inventor by the name of Thomas Adams noticed that Santa Ana was constantly chewing something. I mean, it was so constant, it became annoying to Adams. Now, at, at first, he thought it was paraffin, which Americans had started chewing not long after its discovery. He soon found that this substance, which Santa Ana was incessantly chewing, came from the Manalcara chicle tree. Now, the Manalcara chicle tree is a long-lived evergreen tree, which is native to much of Mexico. Its residue was commonly known as chicle. The word chicle comes from the Aztec word for gummy substance, chicle, which can be translated as sticky stuff. Well, the first time he tried it, Adams realized this new chicle beat paraffin hands down for chewing. He also immediately realized its market potential. So, he began to promote Adams New York gum. Well, to make it even more palatable, he tested various flavors. Finally, he decided that licorice tasted the very best. With the addition of licorice for flavoring, Adam's licorice gum went on to become a bestseller for decades. Today, well, it can still be found, sold under the name of Blackjack Gum on store shelves throughout the country. And so, chewing gum, a worldwide institution, was introduced in America first by a Mexican dictator. <laughs> Who would have guessed it? It's amazing and uh, chewingly true. <laughs> well, there you have it. Episode number 39 entitled A Dictator's Gift to America. Now, it's part of our weekly series entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales. Now, each and every week, 
we feel privileged to present for your enjoyment and edification a brand new audio story from our collection of amazing but true accounts from history. Now, some of these narratives come from our book entitled Elfie's Amazing But True Tales of American History and More. As a listener to this program, you are entitled to purchase autographed copies of our original book, Elfie's Amazing But True Tales of American History and More, at half the publisher's listed price of $13.95 or a mere $7 per book. And that includes shipping and handling anywhere within the United States. Well, for more information, merely go to elfiesworld.com. That's A-L-F-Y-S-W-O-R-L-D, elfiesworld.com, and click on Elfie the Writer for more information. And now, I would like to thank the following for helping to make this program possible. First, Garrett Wolfram, our technical producer and supervisor. The late Irene Wolfram, principal editor and provider of Sage Council. Expert publishing for their help in editing and publishing our book. Lucas Ganza Anna Waltz for the Parlor Guitar Magic Set. Joe Payne for the Trumpet Fanfare. Herbert Bolin for his Piano Mood Happy Four. And finally, the thousands of readers who have supported our efforts from the beginning. 